my lord Kapila in the third canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, the pure devotees have no desire for liberation. Because of their eagerness to render service, they urge the Lord to appear before them. The six Gosvamis, due to their intense eagerness to serve Radha and Krishna, urgently searched after them, calling out their names in the forests of Vrindavana. Similarly, Uddhava is urging the Lord to take him to his own abode so that Uddhava's personal service to the Lord's lotus feet will not be interrupted even for a moment. Srila Bhaktis and Hanta Sirasvati Thakura has pointed out that a mature conditioned souls think that Lord Krishna is an ordinary Jiva soul engaged in material activities and was thus unable to protect his own dynasty from the curse of the Brahmanas. Uddhava's statement corrects such unfortunate persons. It is Lord Krishna himself who awarded pious living entities birth in Brahminical families, and then Lord Krishna further awarded them the potency to curse his dynasty. And finally, Lord Krishna personally kept the curse intact, although he was capable of neutralizing it. Therefore in the beginning, middle and end, directly and indirectly, in the past, present and future, Lord Krishna is the absolute truth, the supreme personality of Godhead, and he is completely transcendental to even the slightest touch of material illusion or impotence. SB 11.6.44 Text 44 Text Tadavakritam Krishnanranan Parabamangalam Karnapiusama Sabdiatyajanti Anias Praham Jana. Word for word meanings. Tava, your, the Kritidam, pastimes, Krishnat, O Krishnat, Nranam, for men, Parabamangalam, supremely auspicious, Karna, for the ears, Piyusam, nectar, Asabdaya, having tasted, Tyajanti, they reject, Anaya, for other things, Spraham, their desires, Jana, persons. Translation. Oh my dear Krishna, your pastimes are supremely auspicious for mankind and are an intoxicating beverage for the ears. Tasting such pastimes, people forget their desires for other things. Purport. Anayaspraham, or desire for things other than Krishna, indicates the material desire to enjoy wife, children, money, and so on. Ultimately, the materialist may desire religious salvation for his personal comfort and satisfaction, but all such desires are mundane, because on the spiritual platform the pure soul thinks only of the Lord's pleasure and the Lord's service. Therefore, a pure devotee can never give up Krishna, even for a moment, although for Krishna's pleasure he can give up the entire universe. SB 11.6.45 Text 45 Text Say I as an atanas thenas nanakritis anadisukatham vampriyam admanam vayam bactus tiajima hai. Word for word meanings. Sayaya, in lying down, asana, sitting, atana, walking, svena, standing, snana, bathing, krita, taking recreation, asana, eating, adisu, and other activities, katham, how, tvam, you, priyam, dear, admanam, self, vayam, we, bacta, your devotees, tiajima, can reject, hi, indeed. Translation. My dear Lord, you are the supreme soul, and thus you are most dear to us. We are your devotees, and how can we possibly reject you or live without you even for a moment? Whether we are lying down, sitting, walking, standing, bathing, enjoying recreation, eating or doing anything else, we are constantly engaged in your service. Purport. One should be constantly engaged in the service of Lord Krishna. By hearing about Krishna and by serving him, we can give up the illusion of trying to enjoy something separately from the Supreme Lord. If we neglect such hearing and serving, our minds will become bewildered by the illusory energy of the Lord, and seeing the world as separate from Krishna, we will take it as a place meant for our own sense gratification. This gross ignorance brings nothing but trouble to the living entity. SB 11.6.46 Text 46 Text Word for word meanings. Tvaya, by you, Apabhata, already enjoyed, Srak, with the garlands, Ganta, fragrances, Vasa, garments, Alankara, and ornaments, Karsata, adorned, Akista, the remnants of your food, Bajana, eating, Dasa, your servants, Tava, your, Mayam, illusory energy, Jaima, we will conquer, Hi, indeed. Translation. Simply by decorating ourselves with the garlands, fragrant oils, clothes and ornaments that you have already enjoyed, and by eating the remnants of your meals, we, your servants, will indeed conquer your illusory energy. PURPORT. 
It is clear from this verse that Anubha is not approaching the Lord for liberation from the illusory energy. As a personal, confidential associate of Lord Krishna, Anubha was undoubtedly a completely liberated soul. He is praying to the Lord, because he cannot bear the thought of living without Krishna even for a moment. This feeling is called love of God. Anubha is addressing the Lord, as follows, even if your illusory energy tries to attack us, my Lord, we will very easily conquer her by our powerful weapon S, which are the remnants of your foodstuffs, clothes, ornaments, and so on. In other words, we will easily conquer over Maya by Krishna Prasadam. And not by useless speculation and mental concoction. SB 11.6.47 Text 47 Text Venavasana Yarsayasramana Urdhavamanthana Brahmakhyam Damata Yanti Santasanaya Sinomalah. Word for word meanings. Venavasana, dressed by the air, naked, ye, those who are, Rasaya, sages, Sramana, strict observers of spiritual practices, Urdhavamanthana, who have conserved their semen to the point that it has risen up to their heads, Brahmaakhyam, known as Brahman, Dhamma, the, impersonal, spiritual abode, te, they, Yanti, to go, Santa, peaceful, Sanayasina. Members of the renounced order of life, Amala, Silas. Translation. Naked sages who seriously endeavor in spiritual practice, who have raised their semen upward, who are peaceful and sinless members of the renounced order, attain the spiritual abode called Brahman. PURPORT In Chapter 12 of Bhagavad Gita it is stated, Cleso decaterus tessimaviactisactisetism, those who are attached to the impersonal feature of the personality of Godhead must endure grueling penances in order to achieve impersonal liberation in the realm of Brahman. Also it is stated in the Bhagavatam, Iruhaya Krakrina Parampadam Tadha Slash Padanti Adho left square bracket SB 10.2.32 right square bracket. Krakrina, with great struggle and trouble the yogis climb their way up into the impersonal effulgence called Brahmajayatir, but again they slip out of the Jyoti and fall back into the material world, because they do not take shelter of the personality of Godhead. Envious fools object to the paternalism of the personality of Godhead, but these fools cannot take credit for the creation of their own body, brain or energy, nor can they claim credit for the air, rain, vegetables, fruits, sun, moon, and so on. In other words, they are totally dependent on the mercy of God at every second, and yet they arrogantly state that they do not want to accept the shelter of the Lord, because they are self-sufficient. In fact, some bewildered living entities even think that they themselves are God, although they cannot explain why God has to struggle and toil to achieve meager success in the yoga system. Therefore Uddhava is pointing out that, unlike the impersonalists and meditators, the pure devotees very easily cross over the illusory energy, because they are totally attached to the lotus feet of Krishna. Lord Krishna is always transcendental, and if one is firmly attached to the Lord's lotus feet, then he is also transcendental. The causeless mercy of Krishna is more valuable than millions and billions of years of one's own struggling and straining. One should try to get the Lord's mercy, and then everything will become very easy on the path of spiritual realization. In this age one can achieve the mercy of Lord Krishna by constantly chanting his holy name, as recommended in the Sastra. Hero Nama Hero Nama Hero Nameva Kevlam Kala Nasty Eva Nasty Eva Nasty Eva Gather in Ilfa. Left square bracket CC. Addy 17.21 right square bracket, Brahan Naradaya Pirana. If one constantly chants Lord Krishna's holy names, avoiding offenses against the names, then surely one will achieve the same result as Uddhava. Uddhava was not interested in so-called Brahman realization, but rather he wanted to go on drinking the maddening nectar of the beautiful smiling of the Lord's moonlike face. SB 11.6.48 SB 11.6.49 SB 11.6.48-49 Texts 48-49 Text Vayamtisviya matayajin brahmantah karmavartmasutvadvartayatarasayamis tavakar dustaram tamah smirantah kirtayantis tekratani gadidani kagatyatsmatexanix veliyan in artlopavidambinam. Word for word meanings. Vayam, we, too, on the other hand, Iha, in this world, matayajin, O greatest of yogis, brahmantah, wandering, karmavartmasu, on the paths of material work, 
that, of you, Varteha, by discussion of the topics, Teresiamah, will cross over, Tamakeh, along with your devotees, Dusteram, insurmountable, Tamah, darkness, Smirantah, remembering, Kirtayantah, glorifying, to your, Kritani, deeds, Gadibani, words, Kath, also, Gathi, movements, Utsmita, widely smiling, Ixana, glances, Kshveli, and loving pastimes, yet, which are in our loka, of human society, Vidambanam, a clever imitation. Translation. O greatest of mystics, although we are conditioned souls wandering on the path of fruitive work, we will certainly cross beyond the darkness of this material world simply by hearing about your lordship in the association of your devotees. Thus we are always remembering and glorifying the wonderful things you do and the wonderful things you say. We ecstatically recall your amorous pastimes with your confidential conjugal devotees, and how you boldly smile and move about while engaged in such youthful pastimes. My dear Lord, your loving pastimes are bewilderingly similar to the activities of ordinary people within this material world. PURPORT In this verse Antava, by stating Brahmantah Karmavartmasu, humbly presents himself as one of the conditioned souls entangled in fruitive activities. Still, Adhava is confident that he will certainly cross over the illusory energy, because he is addicted to chanting and remembering the glorious activities and words of Lord Krishna. Similarly, Rupagasvami has stated, Ihayasaya Herodasai Karmana Manasajiran Mikhilas Vapi Avasthasujivan Muktahsayusayate. Although one may outwardly appear to be involved in this material world, if one is always engaged, 24 hours a day, in the service of Lord Krishna, then one is considered to be a liberated soul. Uttava states here that hearing and chanting the holy name and pastimes of Krishna is infinitely more effective than becoming a naked yogi in the forest and running the constant risk of becoming, due to lusty desires and sex indulgence, a naked monkey in the forest. Adhava is begging the Lord for the mercy of his suitor Sanakakra, whose effulgence is represented by the process of remembering and chanting the pastimes of the Lord. One who absorbs himself in the incomparable bliss of thinking of the Lord's abode easily becomes free from all lamentation, illusion and fear. That is the recommendation of Sri Adhava. SB 11.6.50 Text 50 Text Shri Sukha Yuvaka Evam Vijna Pito Rajan Bhagavan Devaki Sutahikantinam Prayam Vratayam Adhavam Samabhasata. Word for word meanings. Shri Sukha Yuvaka, Sukadeva Gosvami said, Evam, in this way, Vijnapata. Requested, Rajan, O King, Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Devaki Sutta, the son of Devaki, Ekantinam, in private, Prayam, dear, Vratayam, to the servant, Adhavam, Adhava, Samabhasata. He spoke at length. Translation. Sukadeva Gosvami said, O King Pirixit, thus addressed, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, the son of Devaki, began to reply confidentially to his dear, unalloyed servant Antava. PURPORT. According to Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Sirasvati, the conditioned living entities, by their movements, laughter, activities and words, simply bind themselves more and more in material existence. But if they engage in hearing and chanting about the pastimes of the personality of Godhead, the conditioned souls will achieve liberation from the bondage of repeated birth and death. This process of supreme liberation will now be elaborately described by Lord Sri Krishna to his dear most devotee Sri Adhava. Thus end the purports of the humble servants of his divine grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada to the 11th Canto, 6th Chapter, of the Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled The Yadu Dynasty Retires to Prabhasa. SB 11.7, Lord Krishna Instructs Yadhava. 7. Lord Krishna Instructs Yadhava. SB 11.7 Summary. As described in this chapter, the Supreme Lord, Krishna, replied to Adhava's prayerful entreaty that he be allowed to return with him to his abode. Krishna advised Adhava to take to the renounced order of Sanyasa, and when Adhava showed interest in more elaborate instructions, the Lord further described the Avadhyuta's account of his 24 spiritual masters. After hearing Adhava's prayerful request to be taken back with him to the spiritual world, Lord Krishna informed him that he was indeed desirous of returning to his own personal abode, because the purpose of his descent had been successfully fulfilled and the misfortunes of Kaliyuga would soon beset the earth. He thus advised Adhava to take up Sanyasa by fixing his mind upon him and establishing himself in theoretical and realized transcendental knowledge. 
the Lord further instructed Adhava that, while remaining untouched by contamination and compassionately disposed to all beings, he should begin wandering throughout this temporary world, which is simply the combined manifestation of the Lord's illusory energy and the imagination of the living entities. Adhava then stated that renouncing material things in a spirit of detachment is the source of the highest auspiciousness, but such renunciation is certainly extremely difficult to accomplish for living entities other than the devotees of the Supreme Lord, because they are very attached to sense gratification. Adhava expressed the need for some instruction by which foolish persons who misidentify the body, as the self can be convinced to carry out their duties in accordance with the order of the Supreme Lord. Even great demigods like Brahma are not completely surrendered to the Lord, but Uddhava declared that he himself had taken shelter of the only true instructor of the Absolute Truth Lord Narayana, the all-perfect, all-knowing master of Vaikuntha and the only real friend of all living entities. Hearing this, the Supreme Lord replied that actually the Jiva soul is his own guru. Within this human body, the living beings can search out the Supreme Lord by positive and negative means and ultimately achieve him. For this reason the human form of life is most dear to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In this regard, Lord Krishna began to describe an ancient conversation between a Brahmana Avadhyud and the great King Yadu. The son of Yati, Maharaja Yadu, once encountered an Avadhyuda who was traveling about, here and there, in great transcendental ecstasy and was acting unpredictably, just like someone who has become haunted by a ghost. The king inquired from the holy man about the cause of his wandering and his ecstatic condition, and the Avadhyuta replied that he had received various instructions from 24 different gurus the earth, the wind, the sky, the water, fire, and so on. Because of the knowledge he had gained from them, he was able to travel about the earth in a liberated state. From the earth he had learned how to be sober, and from the two manifestations of earth, namely the mountain and the tree, he had learned, respectively, how to serve others and how to dedicate one's whole life to the benefit of others. From the wind, manifesting in the form of the vital air within the body, he had learned how to be satisfied with merely keeping oneself alive, and from the external wind he had learned how to remain uncontaminated by the body and the objects of the senses. From the sky he had learned how the soul, which pervades all material substances is both indivisible and imperceptible, and from the water he had learned how to be naturally clear and purifying. From the fire he had learned how to devour all things without becoming dirted and how to destroy all the inauspicious desires of those who make offerings to him. He had also learned from fire how the spirit soul enters into every body and gives illumination and how the birth and death of those who are embodied cannot be discerned. From the moon he had learned how the material body undergoes growth and dwindling. From the sun he had learned how to avoid entanglement even while coming into contact with sense objects, and he had also learned about the two different modes of perception based on seeing the real form of the soul and seeing false designative coverings. From the pigeon he had learned how too much affection and excessive attachment are not good for one. This human body is the open door to liberation, but if one becomes attached to family life like the pigeon, one is compared to a person who has climbed up to a high place just to fall down again. SB 11.7.1 Text 1 Text Shri Bhagavan Yuvakuyadhat Thaman Matabhagataksakursatam Evami Brahma Bhavo Lokapalasvarvasamibi Thanksinah Word for word meanings. Shri Bhagavan Yuvaka, the Supreme Personality of Godhead said, Yet, that which, Atha, you spoke, ma'am, to me, Matabhaga, O greatly fortunate Antava, Tat, that, Sakursatam, the program that I am desiring to execute, Eva, certainly, me, mine, Brahma, Lord Brahma, Bhava, Lord Shiva, Lokapala, the leaders of all universal planets, Svahvasam, Abode in Vaikuntha, me, my, and Hikanksina, they are desiring. Translation. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, O greatly fortunate Antava, you have accurately revealed my desire to withdraw the Yadu dynasty from the earth and return to my own abode in Vaikuntha. Thus Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva and all other planetary rulers are now praying for me to resume my residence in Vaikuntha. Purport. Each and every demigod has his particular abode in the heavenly planets within the material universe. Although Lord Vishnu is sometimes counted among the demigods, his abode is in Vaikuntha, the spiritual sky. 
The demigods are universal controllers within the kingdom of Maya, but Vishnu is the lord of the illusory potency and many other spiritual potencies. His exalted residence does not lie within the kingdom of his insignificant maidservant Maya. Lord Vishnu, the personality of Godhead, is the supreme lord of all lords, the demigods are his separated parts and parcels. Being themselves minute jiva souls, the demigods are under the influence of the potency of Maya. But Lord Vishnu is always the supreme controller of Maya. The personality of Godhead is the reservoir and root of all existence, and the material world is just a dim reflection of the brilliant scenery of his eternal, spiritual abode, where everything is infinitely beautiful and pleasurable. Vishnu is the supreme reality, and no living entity can ever be equal to or greater than him. The Lord exists within his own unique category called Vishnu Tattva, or the Supreme Personality of Godhead. All other prominent or extraordinary living entities owe their positions and potencies to the Lord. Ultimately Vishnu himself is a plenary expansion of Lord Krishna, the original source of all the Vishnu Tattva and Jivatattva expansions. Thus Lord Krishna is the basis of everything. SB 11.7.2 Text 2 Text Maya nispaditam hyatra diva karaya misesitahyadartham avaternal hamam zina brahmanarthitah. Word for word meanings. Maya, by me, nispaditam, accomplished, hi, certainly, atra, within this world, diva karayam, work for the benefit of the demigods, asesitah. Completely, with nothing remaining, yet, for whose, artham, sake, avaterna, incarnated, atom, I, am zina, with my plenary portion. Baladeva, Brahmana, by Lord Brahma, Arthita, being prayed for. Translation. Answering the prayer of Lord Brahma, I descended within this world along with my plenary portion, Lord Baladeva, and performed various activities on behalf of the demigods. I have now completed my mission here. SB 11.7.3. Text 3. Text. Kulam ve sapanar dagatum manxiati in yanaya vigrahat samadrah saptam hyanam purum kaplam ve isiati. Word for word meanings. Kulam, this Yadu dynasty, they, definitely, sapa, by the curse, nardagatum, finished, manxiati, will be destroyed, in yanaya, mutual, vigrahat, by a quarrel, samadrah, the ocean, saptam, on the seventh day, high, certainly, inam, this, purum, city. Also, society will inundate. Translation. Now due to the Brahmanas curse the Yadu dynasty will certainly perish by fighting among themselves, and on the seventh day from today the ocean will rise up and inundate this city of Dvaraka. Purport. In this and the following verses, Lord Krishna indicates to Uddhava that he should immediately fix himself in self-realization by giving up all identification with the material world. Srila Jiva Gosvami has pointed out that the Yadu dynasty was not actually destroyed by Lord Krishna but merely removed from the vision of the world through the curse of the Brahmanas. Similarly, the Lord's eternal abode Dvaraka can never be drowned by the ocean. Nevertheless, all external approaches to this transcendental city were covered by the ocean, and thus the Lord's abode remains inaccessible to foolish persons in Kali Yuga, as will be described later in this canto. By the Lord's mystic potency, called Yogamaya, he reveals his own form, abode, paraphernalia, pastimes, entourage, and so on, and at the suitable time he removes all of these from our mundane sight. Although bewildered conditioned souls may doubt the spiritual potency of the Lord, the pure devotees can directly perceive and relish his transcendental appearance and disappearance, which are described in Bhagavad Gita as Janma Karma Kami Divayam left square bracket BG 4.9 right square bracket. If one faithfully accepts this perfect knowledge of the Lord's transcendental nature, then surely one will go back home, back to Godhead, and become an eternal companion of Lord Krishna. SB 11.7.4. Text 4. Text. Yarhi eva amayatayakto lako yam nastamangalahbavisayati asert sadhokalinapi nirakrata. Word for word meanings. Yarhi, when, eva, certainly, am, this, maya, by me, tayakta, abandoned, laka, the world, am, this, nastamangala, bereft of all auspiciousness or piety, bavisayati, it will be, assert, very soon. Sadho, O saintly one, Kalina, due to Kali, Api, himself, Nirakrata, overwhelmed. Translation. O saintly Uddhava, in the near future I will abandon this earth. Then, being overwhelmed by the age of Kali, the earth will be bereft of all piety. 
purport. Lord Krishna's plan was to bring Uddhava back to his own eternal abode after a brief delay. Because of Uddhava's extraordinary spiritual qualities, the Lord wanted to engage him in propagating his message among other saintly persons who were not yet advanced to the stage of pure devotional service. However, the Lord assured Uddhava that he would not be bereft of the Lord's association for even a moment. Also, because Uddhava had become a perfect master of his senses, he would never be afflicted by the three modes of material nature. In this way, before bringing Uddhava back home, back to Godhead, the Lord empowered him to carry out a specific confidential mission. Wherever the supreme position of the personality of Godhead is not recognized, useless mental speculation becomes very prominent, and the safe and sure path of hearing perfect Vedic knowledge becomes covered by the chaos of mental concoction. At the present time, especially in the Western countries, literally millions of books are being published on hundreds and thousands of subjects, yet despite this proliferation of mental concoction people remain totally in ignorance about the most fundamental issues of human life, namely, who am I? Where have I come from? Where am I going? What is my soul? What is God? The Personality of Godhead, Lord Shri Krishna, is the reservoir of innumerable enchanting pastimes, and thus he is the source of innumerable varieties of pleasure. In fact, he is the ocean of eternal pleasure. When the eternal soul is bereft of the constitutional pleasure that comes from loving service to the Lord, he is overwhelmed and bewildered by material nature. He helplessly chases after material sense gratification, thinking that one material object is good and another bad, and constantly changes his assessment of what is good and what is bad. Thus he derives no peace or pleasure, is in constant anxiety and is repeatedly thrashed by the cruel laws of nature in the form of birth, death, old age and disease. In this way the conditioned soul becomes a fit candidate to take birth in Kali Yuga, which is the epitome of misfortune. In Kali Yuga the living entities, who are already suffering so many tribulations, mercilessly turn against one another. Human society in Kali Yuga becomes savagely violent, and men open slaughterhouses to butcher hundreds of millions of innocent creatures. Large-scale wars are declared, and millions of human beings, even women and children, are quickly annihilated. Unless the living entity recognizes the authority of the personality of Godhead, he remains a helpless victim in the clutches of Maya, or material illusion. He concocts different solutions to release himself from Maya. But these solutions are themselves creations of Maya and thus cannot possibly release the conditioned soul. In fact, they only intensify his distress. In the next verse, Lord Krishna specifically warns Uddhava to avoid Kali Yuga and go back home, back to Godhead. Those of us who have already taken birth in Kali Yuga should also heed this advice and immediately take all necessary steps to go back to the Lord's eternal abode for a blissful life of perfect knowledge. The material world is never a happy place, especially during the fearful days of Kali Yuga. SB 11.7.5 Text 5 Text Navastavayam Vaaviha Mayatayakt Madhitail Jano Badra Rosar Badra Madhisayati Kalayuj Word-for-word meanings. Nat, not, vastavayam, should remain, tvaya, you, eva, certainly, iha. In this world, maya, by me, tyakt, when it is abandoned, madhitail. The earth, jana, the people, and hadra, sinful, inauspicious things, rusa, addicted to, badra, o you who are sinless and auspicious, madhisayati, will be, kala, in kali, yuj, in this yuga. Translation. My dear Adhava, you should not remain here on the earth once I have abandoned this world. My dear devotee, you are sinless, but in Kali Yuga the people will be addicted to all types of sinful activities, therefore do not stay here. PURPORT In this age of Kali, human beings are totally unaware that the Supreme Personality of Godhead comes personally to the earth to manifest his transcendental pastimes, as they are enacted in the spiritual world. Heedless of the authority of the Personality of Godhead, the fallen souls of Kali Yuga become engulfed in bitter quarrel and cruelly harass one another. Because people in Kali Yuga are addicted to polluted, sinful activities, they are always angry, lusty and frustrated. In Kali Yuga the devotees of the Personality of Godhead, who are engaged in the ever-increasing loving service of the Lord should never be attracted to living on the earth, the population of which is covered in the darkness of ignorance and devoid of any loving relationship with the Lord. 
Thus Lord Krishna advised Uddhava not to remain on the earth in Kali Yuga. In fact, in Bhagavad Gita the Lord advises all living entities that they should never remain anywhere within the material universe, during any age. Therefore every living being should take advantage of the pressures of Kali Yuga to understand the overall useless nature of the material world and surrender himself at the lotus feet of Lord Krishna. Following in the footsteps of Sri Uddhava, one should surrender to Krishna and go back home, back to Godhead. SB 11.7.6 Text 6 Text Vam tu sarvam peritai ajaya snetum svajanabam yusu maya vesaya mana samaya sama drg vigaras bagam. Word for word meanings. Vam, you, tu, in fact, sarvam, all, peritai ajaya, giving up, snetum. Affection, svajanabam yusu, for your relatives and friends, may, in thee, the supreme personality of Godhead, avesaya, fixing, mana, your mind, samayak, completely, sama drk, seeing everything with equal vision, vikarasva, wonder, gam, throughout the earth. Translation. Now you should completely give up all attachment to your personal friends and relatives and fix your mind on me. Thus being always conscious of me, you should observe all things with equal vision and wander throughout the earth. PURPORT Srimad Viraragava has explained the concept of equal vision, as follows, Sama DRK Sarvasaya Brahmatmakavanasamdhanarupasamadrastiman. One who is on the path of self-realization should always endeavor to see the ultimate spiritual nature of all existence. The word may in this verse means paramatmani. One should fix one's mind on the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the source of everything. Thus, as one passes one's life on the earth, using up one's allotted time, one should practice seeing all things and all people, as part and parcel of the Absolute Truth, the Personality of Godhead. Since all living entities are part and parcel of Krishna, ultimately they all have the same spiritual status. The material nature, also being an emanation of Krishna, has a similar spiritual status, but although matter and spirit are both emanations from the Personality of Godhead, they do not exist exactly on the same level. In Bhagavad Gita it is said that the spirit soul is the superior energy of the Lord, whereas the material nature is his inferior energy. However, since Lord Krishna is equally present in all things, the word Sama DRK in this verse indicates that one must ultimately see Krishna within everything and everything within Krishna. Thus equal vision is compatible with mature knowledge of the varieties present within this world. Srila Visvanathakakravarti Thakura comments, as follows on this verse. At the end of his manifest pastimes on the earth, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, thought, as follows within his mind, During my pastimes on the earth, I have satisfied the desires of all those devotees who anxiously desired to see me. I have duly married many thousands of queens, headed by Rukmini, whom I personally kidnapped, and I have killed innumerable demons in various places and by various means. I have attended meetings, reunions and ceremonies with many friends, relatives and well-wishers in cities such as Drandavana, Mathura, Tverika, Hastinapura and Mithila, and thus I have kept constantly busy coming and going in the performance of pastimes. I further arranged to give my personal association to great devotees who are situated below the earthly planet. In order to please my mother Devaki and return her six deceased sons who were killed by Kamsa, I descended to the planet Sudala and blessed my great devotee Bali Maharaja. In order to return the dead son of my spiritual master, Samdipani Muni, I personally went to the court of Ravanandana, or Yamaraja, and thus he was able to see me face to face. I even blessed the residents of heaven, such as Mother Agiti and Kasyapamuni, with my personal association, when I traveled there to steal the Pirigita flower for my wife Satyabhama. And in order to please the inhabitants of Matavisnu's abode, such as Nanda, Sunanda and Sudarsana, I traveled to Matavakanthaloka to recover the deceased children of a frustrated Brahmana. Thus, innumerable devotees who ardently desired to see me have received the object of their prayers. Unfortunately Naranere Anarsi and the great Paramahamsa sages who live with him in Bhadarakasrama, although most enthusiastic to see me, never had their desire fulfilled. I have been on the earth for 125 years, and the scheduled time is now up. Being busily engaged in my pastimes, I did not have time to give my blessings to these great sages. Nevertheless, Uddhava is practically the same as me. 
he is a great devotee and shares my own transcendental opulences. Thus, he is the right person for me to send to Bhadrakasrama. I shall give him a complete transcendental knowledge by which one becomes detached from the material world, and he in turn can deliver this knowledge, the science of transcending the kingdom of illusion, to the worthy sages at Bhadrakasrama. In this way he can teach them the method of rendering loving devotional service to my lotus feet. Such loving devotional service rendered to me is the most valuable treasure, and by hearing such knowledge the desires of the great sages such as Naranarayana will be completely fulfilled. Those great souls who have surrendered unto me are always equipped with transcendental knowledge and detachment from the material world. Sometimes, being busy in their devotional service, they may appear to forget me. However, a pure devotee who has achieved the platform of love for me will always be protected by such sincere devotion. Even if such a devotee should suddenly give up his life, while neglecting to fix his mind intensely on me, such a devotee's loving feelings are so powerful that they afford him all protection. Even if there is a temporary moment of forgetfulness, such devotion will bring the devotee to my lotus feet, which are beyond the vision of ordinary, materialistic persons. Adhava is my pure devotee. Knowledge of me and detachment from this world have again been aroused in him, because he can never give up my association. Quote. The sincere servants of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu are vigorously endeavoring to spread this Krishna consciousness movement for the pleasure of their spiritual master and Lord Krishna. At the present time thousands of devotees in the Krishna consciousness movement, in all parts of the world, are working long hours under difficult conditions to distribute transcendental literature and thus enlighten the general populace. In this effort the devotees have no personal motivation but are simply desirous of pleasing their spiritual master by distributing his books. The people who receive this literature usually have no previous experience of Krishna consciousness, yet they are so impressed by the purity of the devotees they meet that they eagerly purchase the books and magazines. In order to execute the tremendous task of spreading Krishna consciousness, the devotees are tirelessly laboring day and night, because they are on the platform of loving devotion. Although superficially such busy devotees may occasionally not think directly of the lotus feet of Krishna, such loving devotion will undoubtedly take them back to Krishna's lotus feet, and being pleased by their service, the Lord himself will again arouse their unflinching meditation upon his personal form. This is the beauty of Bhakti Yoga, which depends wholly and solely on the mercy of the all-merciful personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna. This is the only totally safe means of uprooting the deep desires for material enjoyment, attaining pure love for Krishna and going beyond the material universe to the kingdom of God. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, 2.40. Nehabhikramanazo stipratayavayo navidayate sv alpamapiasaya dharmasayatrayate nahapobayat. Lord Krishna also advised Adhava in this verse to give up the illusory attachment to so-called friends and family within this material world. One may not be able to physically give up association with family and friends, but one should understand that everyone and everything is part and parcel of God and is meant for the pleasure of God. As soon as one thinks, this is my personal family, immediately one will see the material world as no more than a place for enjoying family life. As soon as one is attached to one's so-called family, false prestige and material possessiveness arise. Actually, everyone is part and parcel of God and therefore, on the spiritual platform, related to all other entities. This is called Krishna Sambanda, or the constitutional relationship with Krishna. It is not possible to advance to the highest stage of spiritual awareness and at the same time maintain a petty material concept of society, friendship and love. One should experience all relationships on the higher, spiritual platform of Krishna Sambanda, which means seeing everything in relation to Lord Krishna, the Personality of Godhead. One who is situated in his constitutional relationship with Krishna can see all things in relation to Krishna. He thus gives up the mundane urges of the body, mind and speech and travels throughout the earth as a devotee of the Lord. Such a highly elevated personality is called Gosvami, or the Master of the Senses. This stage is described in Bhagavad Gita, 18.54, by the words Brahmabhuta Prasanatma, on the spiritual platform one attains complete satisfaction. SB 11.7.7. Text 7. Text. Yadhida manasavakakak serbhyam sravana dibhihnasvaram grahyamanam kavinhi mayamanomayam. 
word-for-word meanings. Yet, that which, item, this world, manasa, by the mind, vaka, by speech, taxerbhayam, by the eyes, sarvana adibhya, by the ears and other senses, nasvaram, temporary, grahyamanam, that which is being accepted or perceived, ka, and, vinhi, you should know, mayamanahmayam, it is only imagined to be real by the influence of maya. Translation. My dear Adhava, the material universe that you perceive through your mind, speech, eyes, ears and other senses is an illusory creation that one imagines to be real due to the influence of Maya. In fact, you should know that all of the objects of the material senses are temporary. PURPORT The question may be raised that, since we find good and bad qualities throughout the material world, how can Lord Krishna advise Adhava to see everything equally? In this verse Krishna explains that material good and evil are a creation of the illusory energy, just as the objects of a dream are a mental creation. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, Vasudha Vahsarvamidi, left square bracket BG 7.19 right square bracket Lord Krishna is actually everything, because he is present within everything and everything is present within him. Krishna is Sarvalokamahasvaram left square bracket BG 5.29 right square bracket, the Lord and proprietor of all worlds. To see anything separate from Krishna is illusion, and attraction to any kind of material illusion, either good or bad, is ultimately useless, since it obliges the living entity to continue wandering in the cycle of birth and death. Seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting and touching constitutes the activities of the five knowledge-gathering senses. Similarly, the voice, the hands, the legs, the anus and the genital constitute the five working senses. These ten senses are organized around the mind, which is the center of material activity. When the living entity desires to exploit matter, he is covered by the three modes of nature. Thus he concocts different philosophical, political and social explanations of reality but never understands the absolute truth, Lord Krishna, who is beyond the contaminated perception of the material senses. One who is entangled in the network of material designations, such as race, nationality, sectarian religion, political affiliation, etc., is absorbed in the experience of combining his body and other bodies with material sense objects, thinking these sense objects to be sources of happiness and satisfaction. Unfortunately, the entire material world, along with the senses that experience it, is a temporary creation that will be annihilated by the time potency of the Supreme Lord. Despite our foolish hopes and dreams, there is no actual happiness on the material platform. The real truth is not material, nor is it temporary. The real truth is called Atma, or the Eternal Soul, and among all Eternal Souls one is Supreme. He is called the Personality of Godhead, and in his original form he is known as Krishna. The knowledge-gathering process culminates in perception of the inconceivable, transcendental form of Krishna. One who is not perceiving Krishna in everything and everything in Krishna is undoubtedly on the platform of mental concoction. In this verse Lord Krishna warns Uddhava to remain clear of this illusory platform of existence. SB 11.7.8 Text 8 Text Pamsa Yaktasayananartho Brahmasaguna dosa bakkarma karma vikramidi guna dosa dayobita. Word for word meanings. Pamsa of a person, a Yaktasaya, whose mind is diverted from the truth, nana, many, artha, values or meanings, brahma, confusion, sah, that, guna, something good, dosa, something bad, back, embodying, karma, compulsory duties, a karma, non-performance of prescribed duties, the karma, forbidden activities, iti, thus, guna, good things, dosa, bad things, daya, of one who perceives, bitta, this difference. Translation. One whose consciousness is bewildered by illusion perceives many differences in value and meaning among material objects. Thus one engages constantly on the platform of material good and evil and is bound by such conceptions. Absorbed in material duality, such a person contemplates the performance of compulsory duties, non-performance of such duties and performance of forbidden activities. PURPORT The illusory mental platform of existence is described in this verse. The word Ayatasaya indicates the conditioned soul who does not fix his mind on the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It is clearly described in Bhagavad Gita and other Vedic literature that Lord Krishna, the Absolute Truth, is within everything, and everything is within the Lord. 
The example may be given that, when a woman loves a man, she is most eager to see him, and she daily sees him dressed in different clothes. Actually the woman is interested not in the clothes but in the man. Similarly, within every material object is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, therefore one who has developed love of God is constantly seeing the Lord everywhere, and not just the superficial material objects that cover the Lord. The word Ayatasaya in this verse indicates one who has not come to the stage of reality. Such a person, being deprived of loving devotional service to Lord Krishna, attempts to enjoy the innumerable forms and flavors of material experience. This temporary, illusory engagement is not the constitutional function of the bewildered living entity, who remains without any awareness of the ultimate reality, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Within the world of matter there are undoubtedly varieties. Among dogs there are pedigree poodles and common butts, and among horses there are thoroughbreds and old gray mares. Similarly, some human beings are beautiful and educated and others are dull and homely. Some are rich and some are poor. In nature we find fertile land and sterile land, lush forests and useless deserts, invaluable gems and colorless stones, flowing transparent rivers and stagnant dirty ponds. In human society we find happiness and distress, love and hate, victory and defeat, war and peace, life and death, and so on. However, we do not have any permanent relationship with any of these conditions, because we are eternal spirit souls, part and parcel of Lord Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Vedic culture is arranged in such a way that everyone can become perfect in self-realization simply by performing his occupational duty for the satisfaction of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Svesvek Harmony and Nara. Some conditioned souls, however, believe that complete perfection in life may be achieved by performing ordinary, non-spiritual duties on behalf of family, nation, humanity, and so on. Others are interested in neither service to God nor noble mundane activities, and there are others who actively pursue sinful life. Such sinful persons generally rise from bed late in the afternoon and stay awake all night, taking intoxicants and engaging in illicit sex. Such a dark, hellish existence is caused by attraction to Tamil Buddha, the mode of ignorance. Actions in the mode of ignorance are called the karma, as mentioned in this verse. Unfortunately, neither the materially responsible person nor the materially irresponsible person nor the sinful person can achieve the real perfection of life, Krishna consciousness. Although different societies and different individuals maintain different concepts of good and evil, all material things are ultimately useless in terms of our eternal self-interest, which is Krishna consciousness. This idea is expressed by the saintly king Satrakidu in the sixth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, 6.17.20. Guna Prabhaha etasman kahsapahkeo in the Anugraha kahsvargo narakahkeo vakim sukham dukham evavat. This material world resembles the waves of a constantly flowing river. Therefore, what is a curse and what is a favor? What are the heavenly planets and what are the hellish planets? What is actually happiness and what is actually distress? Because the waves flow constantly, none of them has an eternal effect. The argument may be given that, since in the Vedas, there are prescribed and forbidden activities, the Vedas also accept the concept of good and evil within the material world. The fact is, however, that it is not the Vedas themselves but the conditioned souls who are bound up in material duality. The function of Vedic literature is to engage each individual at the particular level on which he is presently situated and gradually elevate him to the perfection of life. The material mode of goodness is not itself spiritual, but it does not impede spiritual life. Since the material mode of goodness purifies one's consciousness and creates a hankering for higher knowledge, it is a favorable platform from which to pursue spiritual life, just as the airport is a favorable place from which to travel. If a man desires to travel from New York to London, the New York airport is certainly the most favorable place from which to travel. But if the man misses his plane, he is no closer to London than anyone in New York who did not go to the airport. In other words, the advantage of the airport is meaningful only if one catches his plane. Similarly, the material mode of goodness is the most favorable situation from which to move up to the spiritual platform. 
the Vedas prescribe and forbid various activities to lift the conditioned soul to the material mode of goodness, and from that point he should rise to the spiritual platform by transcendental knowledge. Therefore, if one does not come to the platform of Krishna consciousness, his elevation to the material mode of goodness is useless, just as a trip to the airport is useless for one who misses his plane. In the Vedas there are injunctions and prohibitions that appear to accept good and evil among material things, but the ultimate purpose of the Vedic regulations is to create a favorable situation for spiritual life. If one can immediately take to spiritual life then there is no need to waste time with rituals within the modes of nature. Therefore Krishna advises Arjuna in Bhagavad Gita, 2.45. Tregunaya Visaya Veganis Tregunaya Bavarjuna Nerdvandvonitaya Sabvasthonirayo Vixima Edmavan. The Vedas mainly deal with the subject of the three modes of material nature. Rise above these modes, O Arjuna. Be transcendental to all of them. Be free from all dualities and from all anxieties for gain and safety, and be established in the self. In this connection, Srila Madhavakariya has quoted the following verses from Mahabharata. Svergadias taguna sarvdasa sarvtathavakas admanah kartradubrantaya jayant natrasamsayah. Within the material world, the conditioned souls consider residence on the heavenly planets and celestial pleasures, such as the pious enjoyment of beautiful women, to be good and desirable things. Similarly, painful or miserable conditions are considered to be evil or bad. However, all such perception of good and bad in the material world is undoubtedly based upon the fundamental mistake of considering oneself, and not the Supreme Personality of Godhead, to be the ultimate doer or performer of all actions. Paramatmanam Ivakam Kartaram Vediyahpuman Samusayat Smat Samsarat Paramatmanam On the other hand, a person who knows that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the actual controller of material nature, and that it is ultimately he who is moving everything can free himself from the bondage of material existence. Such a person goes to the abode of the Lord. SB 11.7.9 Text 9 Text Tesmadyatandriya gramo yaktasidaitam jagatatmaniksasvavinatam atmanam mayayadhisbar Word for word meanings. Tesmat, therefore, yata, having brought under control, indriyagrama, all the senses, yata, also subduing, sita, your mind, item, this, jagat, world, atmani, within the individual soul, ixasva, you should see, vinatam, spread out, as the substance of his material enjoyment, atmanam, and that individual soul, may, in the, adhisver, the supreme controller. Translation. Therefore, bringing all your senses under control and thus subduing the mind, you should see the entire world, as situated within the self, who is expanded everywhere, and you should also see this individual self within me, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. PURPORT The word vinatum, or widely expanded, implies that the individual jiva, soul is present throughout the material universe. Similarly, in Bhagavad Gita, 2.24, Lord Krishna states, Nitya Sarvagana, the individual soul is eternal and is expanded everywhere throughout the material and spiritual worlds. This does not mean, however, that each individual soul is all-pervading, but that the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, has expanded his marginal potency everywhere. Thus, one should not blindly conclude that a minute living entity is all-pervading, rather, one should understand that God is great and expands his personal energy everywhere. In this verse, Atmanixasvavinata means that this material world is created to facilitate the sense gratification of the conditioned souls, who are trying to enjoy without Krishna, their actual master. The living entities are busily trying to exploit the external energy of the Lord, but their jurisdiction over the material world is illusory. Both the material nature and the conditioned living being are energies of the Lord and thus exist within the personality of Godhead and are under His supreme control. The individual living entity exists for the pleasure of the personality of Godhead and is the Lord's eternal servant. As soon as the senses become absorbed in material gratification they lose their power to experience the absolute truth. The actual goal of sense activity is satisfaction of this new, the Lord, and all of the senses can experience infinite spiritual pleasure by perceiving and serving the Lord in His personal feature. Those who adopt the impersonal conception of God, however, try to stop all sense activity. 
but because the senses cannot remain permanently inactive they naturally return to activities in the realm of material illusion. If one engages the senses in the service of the personality of Godhead, then one enjoys unlimited pleasure upon seeing the transcendental beauty of the Lord's form. But unless one qualifies himself by pure loving devotion to Krishna, the Lord does not award him this exalted experience. Therefore, every conditioned soul should end his unnecessary separation from the personality of Godhead by rejoining the Lord's blissful company. Lord Krishna personally comes down to reopen the blind eyes of the conditioned souls, and thus the Lord is personally teaching Uddhava, so that sincere souls in the future might take advantage of his instructions. Indeed, hundreds and millions of people even now derive spiritual enlightenment from Lord Krishna's instructions to Arjuna in Bhagavad Gita. SB 11.7.10 Text 10 Text Jnana Vijnana Samayakta Atmabhuta Silirinamatmanabhavadastatmanantarayarvahanayase Word for word meanings. Jnana, with conclusive knowledge of the Vedas, Vijnana, and practical realization of the purpose of knowledge, Samayakta, fully endowed, Atmabhuta, an object of affection, Silirinam, for all embodied beings, beginning with the great demigods, Atmanabhava, by direct perception of the soul, Tustatma, having a satisfied mind, Nat, never, Antaraya, by disturbances, Vihanias, you, will be checked in your progress. Translation. Being fully endowed with conclusive knowledge of the Vedas and having realized the ultimate purpose of such knowledge in practice, you will be able to perceive the pure self, and thus your mind will be satisfied. At that time you will become dear to all living beings, headed by the demigods, and you will never be hampered by any disturbance in life. PURPORT As explained in Bhagavad Gita, one whose mind is free from material desire becomes disinterested in demigod worship, since the purpose of such worship is material amelioration. The demigods, however, are never displeased with one who becomes a pure devotee of Lord Krishna and offers all of his worship to the Lord. The demigods themselves are humble servants of Lord Krishna, as was amply demonstrated in Lord Krishna's pastimes on the earth. One who can experience the eternal soul within everyone's body certainly becomes dear to all living beings. Since he sees everyone as qualitatively equal to himself, he does not envy anyone nor try to lord it over any other living being. Being free from envy and a well-wisher of all, such a self-realized soul is naturally dear to everyone. As stated in the song to the six Gosvamis, Diranhir Jana Praya Praya Matsara Pujita. SB 11.7.11. Text 11. Text. Dosa Badhaya Word for word meanings. Dosa Badhaya, because of thinking that such action is wrong, Abhaya one who has transcended both the conceptions of mundane right and wrong, Nisedhat, from what is forbidden, Nanivardit, he does not desist, Guna Badhaya, because of thinking it is good, Ka, also, Vyahidam, what is enjoined, Nakiroti, he does not do, Yatha, just like, Arbhaka, a young child. Translation. One who has transcended material good and evil automatically acts in accordance with religious injunctions and avoids forbidden activities. The self-realized person does this spontaneously, like an innocent child, and not, because he is thinking in terms of material good and evil. PURPORT One who has developed transcendental knowledge never acts whimsically. Srila Rupagasvami describes two stages of devotional service, Sanhana Bhakti and Raganuga Bhakti. Raganuga Bhakti is the stage of spontaneous love of Godhead, whereas Sanhana Bhakti means the conscientious practice of the regulative principles of devotional service. In most cases, one who is now enjoying transcendental consciousness has rigidly practiced the rules and regulations of devotional service. Thus, due to previous practice, one spontaneously avoids sinful life and acts in accordance with the standards of ordinary piety. This does not mean that a self-realized soul is consciously avoiding sin and pursuing piety. Rather, due to his self-realized nature, he spontaneously engages in the most exalted spiritual activities, just as an innocent child may spontaneously exhibit good qualities such as kindness, tolerance, and so on. The spiritual platform is called Sadhasadva, or purified goodness, to distinguish it from the material mode of goodness, which is always to some extent polluted by the lower modes of passion and ignorance. 
Thus, if a man in material goodness appears to be most pious in the eyes of the world, we can only imagine the spotless character of a self-realized soul in purified spiritual goodness. Therefore it is stated in Srimad Bhagavatam, 5.18.12. Yes I asti bhaktir bhagavati akin kanasarvorgunas tatrasamazit yurahiravad hakt asi akuto matadguna manorathanasati gavetobhaya. If one is a pure devotee of Lord Krishna, he will automatically exhibit all the exalted qualities of the demigods. Such manifestation of purity is spontaneous, as explained in this verse. SB 11.7.12 Text 12 Text Sarva <laughs>